So as we finish our fasting today, I just want to finish the sermon that I began last Sunday about the power of fasting. Amen? Uh, the power of fasting. Because it is, not, it is a very good practice to start fasting at the beginning of the year. But God did not call us just to have you know, weeks of fasting or days of fasting. God wants us to have a lifestyle which is a fasting lifestyle. And by that I mean that every time just be listening to the Holy Spirit how he wants you to fast, when he wants you to fast, because fasting is the believer's secret weapon. I'll say that again. There are battles that you may be facing today that if you fasted, they will be gone. So, we said, uh, I think we touched six things last week. I just want to, re to repeat them for the sake of those who are not here. And we started at Isaiah chapter 58 from verse 6. And the Bible says, Is this not the fast that I have chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the bands of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every enslaving yoke? And so we said, number one, that fasting breaks the bonds of wickedness. Uh, they, they, are, they are bonds. Bonds are like chains. They are things that bind you. There are certain things that bind us in our lives. Some of them we know. Some of them we may not even be aware of. But one of the things that we must also understand about the spiritual world is that spirits don't operate on earth unless they are invited. So because even God himself is a spirit, for him to operate on earth, he has to use men. Men must permit him to come on earth. Because when he created, he gave this earth to the children of men. The earth he has given to the children of, of men. That's why even him to come and save the world, he had to become a man. Because spirits cannot operate without using human vessels. So when we fast and pray, we are positioning ourselves for God to come and work through us to destroy the bonds of wickedness. How are these bonds, how do they come about? It is because somebody invited evil spirits into a family, into a nation, into a life. You know, the devil cannot force himself on people. He, what he does, he tricks you to open a door for him to come in. And just as a door is opened for him to come in, that door can be closed and he can come out. But the struggle most people, Christians have is they ask themselves, how come I'm a believer and I'm still struggling with poverty, with sickness, with disease, with these family you know, things? It's because unless you kick him out, he's a stubborn devil. He will remain there until you kick him out. 
And how do you kick him out? It is when you are stronger than him. Or stronger than the one who gave him permission to come. That's why God wants to elevate you in your family. That you are going to have a voice that is greater than any other voice that has been speaking over your life. I said God is going to elevate you in the spiritual realm that when you begin to pray, you'll have authority. Sometimes we don't realize how strong we are as believers. Last night, you know, we, we, where we stay, we, we, there's, a, there's a hotel just next to us. And it's, it's, a, it's a very, you know, very expensive hotel. Um, but last night there was some strange, strange sounds and music going on and a lot of noise. And it irritated my spirit. So I woke up, I, I went to sleep. When I got to sleep, I was like, I don't know what's going on. But these people, it seems like they are partying all night. Me, I want to rest. So I wake up at 2. You know, I was just amazed at how powerful God has, the power God has given us. I wake up, I did not even say stop or anything. The moment I began to pray in tongues, they stopped immediately. You would think there was like someone just came and, I mean, it was immediate. There was, it was like, you know, there were even no people before. And I was like, this must have been a party of demons because I don't understand how I begin to pray and there is complete silence. But that's how powerful God has made us to destroy the bonds of wickedness. What are these bonds? You know, everything that does not look like heaven is not of God. When God created this world, he did not create the world with poverty. He did not create the world with sickness. He did not create the world with shame and pain. All these things came because of sin. Sin was the door that opened the darkness in the world. That's what the Bible says in the book of Romans, that all creation, including the trees, they are waiting to come into the glorious liberty of the children of God. They are groaning until they will be brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. The Bible says, for they were subjected not by their own will, but because of him who subjected it to them. That's the enemy. Because the moment the devil opened the door into sin, then all creation, not just human beings, but corruption came into the world. That's why everybody is vulnerable to sickness. Not because some of the sicknesses are caused by the devil, but most sicknesses come because the world is corrupted. The water we drink is corrupted. The food we eat has been corrupted. The whole world has been corrupted. The medicines that some of us have put in our bodies are corrupted. There is just so much corruption in the world. And, and, and the Bible says the world is groaning for the glorious liberty. Even the waters have been corrupted. The oceans, the fish, Everything is groaning. Where is that scripture? Let me, let me just look at, let me just show you this scripture. Romans chapter 8 says, they are crying out until 
they are brought for the for we know that the whole creation groans and labors with bath pangs until now. Why? Because sin, Romans 8.22. Go to the next verse. It says, not only that, but we also who have the first fruits of the spirit, even we ourselves grown within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. So th there is a groaning, a groaning because of what? Of what sin did. I want you to go back to verse 21. That's the one that I really want us to, uh, wanted us to look at. It says, every creation, because creation itself will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. So as a child of God, you are supposed to be walking in liberty. The Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom or liberty. That means you are, there is a glorious liberty that comes with being a child of God. But many of us never understand that. We, we, we find that we still have bones around us. We still have chains around us. We still have things that, that are dragging us back. Instead of moving forward, we are, we are like moving in vicious cycles. Vicious cycles of sickness, of debt, of financial distress. But this is not and has never been the purpose of God. And I believe as we get closer to the coming back of our Lord Jesus Christ, the church is going to walk in such glory. The church is going to walk in such power, in such light, that those who are outside will be drawn to the light. It will be like it was in the land of Egypt, where the land of Egypt was under plagues and under darkness, but the place of Goshen, where the children of God were, was full of light and there was no plague. It will be like it was in the wilderness, where the Bible says that they walked under the cloud, that none of them was feeble, none of them was sick, there was no one barren among them. There was no one feeble among them. Not a single one of them lacked. For 40 years, the clothes they wore would grow up with them. The shoes they were putting on would grow as they grew. None of them fell sick for 40 years. It is only when rebellion came into the camp that a plague came. It is only when immorality came and they, they, they sinned with the Moabites. Because the Moabites knew Balaam wanted to curse these people. But he says, no, these people cannot be cursed. So Balak said, what we can do is let's make sure that they open the door. That it is possible to live under the cloud of God's protection. I pray that that will be your, your portion in Jesus' mighty name. I pray that you will walk under the covering of the, of the blood of Jesus. That there is no harm that can come to you. That, that, that you will not. Says, God spoke that. He says, I will not bring the diseases that I brought upon the Egyptians upon you. For I am the Lord that healeth you. He says, I will. Oh, I love that scripture. He says, I will bless your food 
and your water. And there will be no sickness among you. For I am the Lord that healeth you. You can believe that. I said you can believe that. I mean, I can testify, and I've testified this many, many times. I can count the number of times any member of our family has been to the hospital. It, it has, God, I don't know, God has protected us. We have been under a covering, and we're not few. We are eight of us, but we're always under a covering. Hallelujah. It is possible that you will not have to pay those hospital bills. Hallelujah. You know, I, the few times we go to the hospital, I feel so angry because I feel the enemy is devouring God's money. That money could do something better. There is no money that pains me so much like money I pay in the hospital. That's me. I'm like, thank God for the doctors, but I, this is not my portion. I, I would rather use that money for something that will glorify God. Why? Because God says, I am the God that healeth you. You can walk in divine health. Some people have. I mean, I had the testimony of Kenneth Hagen. He said for 60 years, he never got sick. But you know, for him, he says what God told him. Let's, so, so you shall serve the Lord your God. Let's first read this scripture. You shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless what? Your bread and your that means in bread and in water, that's where most of the diseases are coming from. <laughs> bread means the food. So God is saying, I can bless you that everything you put inside your body will not harm you. Even the air we breathe. Do you know even the air we breathe is polluted? So saying, God, even bless the air around me. Hallelujah. That as I breathe, it's purified. Glory to God. It says, I will bless your bread and your water. And I will take sickness from the midst of you. Hallelujah. May that be your portion in Jesus' name. I said, receive that word in the name of Jesus. When I heard the story of Kenneth Hagin, it also opened my eyes to something that I didn't know. He said, God told him not to speak ill of men says, don't speak evil of people. And, 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 the, and the, says, the moment he began to practice that, sickness ran away from him. And then I realized, I think sometimes the way that we open doors into our lives is when we begin to gossip and slander and, and, and talk about evil about other people. You know, you hear a story, it's very juicy. You, you go to your sister, let's pray for this sister. By the time you finish the one hour, you've not even prayed. But umesambaza. Hallelujah. And now what you don't know, then the enemy begins to open a door. So the spirit world is very interesting. It, th th there are things that open doors to attack. There are things that cause us to become vulnerable. But may the Lord give us wisdom. May he give us grace. May he help us. Hallelujah that we will be able to walk in supernatural grace. Amen? 
the bonds. So fasting is one of those weapons that breaks these bonds of wickedness. You know, one thing that uh, I found out that also opened my eyes is to realize that the spirit world works with words. Okay? The words that we speak are so important. Never open your own mouth and curse yourself. No matter what you're going through, speak the language of God. Speak the language of praise. Speak the language of victory. Speak the language of breakthrough. Because when you speak, you're either agreeing with God or agreeing with the satanic world. That's why we have said this year, we are acquainting ourselves with God. And we are going to agree with the Holy Spirit. We are not going to agree with, with any other thing. We are going to agree with what the Lord is saying. Hallelujah. We're going to agree. It doesn't matter how your body feels. No, 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 no. You agree with the word of God. You will agree with what God is saying. What is God saying concerning your future, your destiny, your life? That is what you need to speak. So fasting breaks bonds. Bonds. I, wanted, I just felt like I needed to dwell on this a bit. Bonds of wickedness. There are things that are binding you. Hallelujah. But God is saying you can be loosed from those bonds. There's another scripture that, that the Lord is reminding me. And our Lord just talks about the bonds, chains. We can look at it. Um, Isaiah 52 and verse, verse 2. It says, shake yourself from the dust. Arise. Loose yourself from the bonds on your neck, O captive daughter of Zion. Can you imagine Zion talks about the house of God. Zion talks about the mountain of the Lord. It talks about the church of the Lord. But there are people who are daughters of God. They are in Zion, but they are captive. That's why God says, loose yourself from the bonds on your neck. You see, sometimes it, you have to get to a place of saying enough is enough. I'm tired of mediocrity. I'm tired of just being average. I'm tired of just living like everybody else. I'm tired of just going through this year after year. Enough is enough. I have drawn the line in the sun. The enemy cannot cross here anymore. As I walk into the next season of my life, I'm not going to walk in with bonds. I'm not going to walk in with demons. I'm not going to walk in with captivity. Every bond around my neck has to be broken. Some of us think it is by leaving Kenya but it doesn't work that way. I like what Idahosa said. Idahosa said something so powerful. He said that if <laughs> I think he said a frog in Africa will still be a frog in wherever in America. And, and he said, if you have anything that you have not dealt with, the moment you get on that plane, because these are spiritual things, it also just jumps on your back. No wonder there are so many people that have gone out there and life has even become harder than it was here. 
I have seen them. I have lived in their homes. I have seen things. Some things we know them, but we quiet them, as people say. But your breakthrough comes from fighting. Hallelujah. You must break through in the spirit. And, and, and if God takes you to America, praise the Lord. If God takes you to the Middle East, hallelujah. Wherever God takes you, but first confront what you must confront. Because unless you deal with it, it will stop you in your season of breakthrough. Unless you deal with what you have to deal with today, it remains a time bomb waiting for you to rise and it brings you down. So it is not about money. It is not about even accumulating things. It is about dealing with the spiritual aspects first. There are people that made a lot of money. We even heard about them in this country that became billionaires, but they never enjoyed that wealth. Even up to now, their children are struggling. I know one family personally that I prayed for. Their dad, before their dad died, he was a multi-billionaire. They had properties all over Kenya at the cost in the city. I mean, if I mention some of the properties, you'll be amazed. But all the children have struggled. All of them are ladies. None of them got married. They're all in drugs. They're all in alcohol. They, they've sold one property after another. And, and, and you wonder, what is it? Because it is not about what you acquire. It is about your authority in the spirit. Oh, I don't know who I'm preaching to today. So you've got to deal with the bonds of wickedness. I said you need to deal with the bonds of wickedness. And fasting is one of the ways God has said, is this not the fast I've given you that you may destroy bonds of wickedness. Destroy every yoke. Every enslaving yoke. Hallelujah. So that's number one. Deliverance. Breaking yokes of wickedness. Destroying bondages. That is what God has instituted. That's why as a child of God, let fasting be something that you do as the Lord leads you. Amen. You don't just wait for the beginning of the year when the pastor says fast, but ask the Holy Spirit anytime. I mean, I can tell you testimony after testimony after testimony. When I've hit the, the wall, I don't, before I cry to people, before even I ask people for, for help, many times I lock myself in the house and I begin to pray and fast. By the time I'm getting out, the answer is already there. Oh, glory to God. I said glory to God. So the, the, there is power. Number two, or rather number three, because we're talking about bonds of weakness, we're talking about deliverance. We also said that fasting helps us to what? To cause our light to break forth like the morning. So, and our righteousness comes speedily. Our justice, our right relationship. So we talked about fasting helping us to break habits and, and sin patterns and things that stop us from enjoying the righteousness of God. Amen? Let, let me tell you something that is very important for us to understand as children of God. The moment you give your life to Jesus, 
God counts you righteous. Because he justifies those whom he, he has called. Amen? So you are justified, which means it is just as if you never sinned. So all of us here are righteous. No matter what you did yesterday, as long as you have given your life to Jesus, you are righteous by the blood of Jesus. But there is something else called sanctification or holiness. And holiness is not imputed on us. It is not given to us. Holiness is something that you have to do by the grace of God. Because holiness means setting yourself apart. Praise the Lord. So you are righteous, but God wants you to be holy. Are we together? You are righteous, but God wants you to be holy. And being holy means you are going to set yourself apart. It is not helping him. It is helping you. Glory to God. Because when you set yourself apart, then God can use you. Then God can work through you. Then God can bless you. Not because God is... You know, I want us to always look at things not from the point of God is angry, God is mad. No, 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 no. Every time you are living in sea, you know, every time we open, what we're doing is we're opening a door for the enemy to come in. It is not God who is going to fight you because you're his child, but the enemy is going to accuse you because he's the accuser of the brethren. And he's always looking for an opportunity to tell God, why should you bless that sister and yet he has already invited me into, his, into her life? Are we understanding this? So God wants us to live a life where our righteousness, the light of God, God will shine upon our lives. And I'm telling you, church of the living God, that today there are so many believers who are struggling, who are going through so much pain, who are going through so many things, not because they didn't give their lives to Jesus, but because they have never come to a place of saying, I am going to be separate. I'm going to come out of everything that has been stopping me. I'm going to live a life that I can be a vessel of honor. The Bible says in a house, there are many vessels. There are vessels of clay. There are vessels of wood. There are vessels of silver and gold. And it is you when you separate yourself that God begin to count you as a vessel of honor and let no one ever deceive you you cannot carry the presence of God when you leave, when you're in sin you cannot you may have the power but power and presence are two different things because when God releases gifts and he gives power he never takes it back so you can still have the manifestation. You can still have the power. But you cannot carry the presence of God with sin. Because God and sin are not compatible. So our righteousness must be able to break forth for us as the morning. As the light. Hallelujah. Now let me tell you something. Sin or being 
you know, not being holy does not stop you from being blessed by God. Someone needs to understand this. Because what, what? God, the Bible says he gives what? Rain to the wicked and to. So don't just see because someone is blessed and think, oh, God is with them. No, no. God just gives to everyone. <laughs> Amen? To the wicked, to the just, he gives them what? Rain. And he gives them food. So just because you still have the blessing doesn't make you think that God is with you. You know, Samson had no idea that God had left. The Bible says, he woke up and says, I will shake myself like I used to. Bible says, and he had he did not know because God lives like a gentle man, if I can use that word. When he leaves, you will not even know. He will have left. That's why David cried out to God, cast me not away from your presence. Take not your spirit from me. I could lose anything, but I don't want to lose your presence. I don't want to have the money and have the fame and have the glory and have people around me and, and yet not carry your presence. People, I love the presence of God. I love the presence of God. I love the presence of God more than anything else. I you know you can, do you know you can pray in tongues and not have the presence? You know you can preach and not have the presence? You, you can quote the Bible and not have the presence. You can, you can do everything and not have the presence. But I love the presence of God. Hallelujah. You could take anything away from me. But I don't want to walk a single day without the presence of God. I want the presence of God. That's why I say, God, anything that would separate me, anything that would grieve your spirit, I don't want it. Anything that would quench your spirit, I don't want it. That's why we're saying in 2022, we are going to walk in step with the Holy Spirit. I believe I'm talking to the right people. Are there people who are hungry for the presence of God? Are there people who are saying, Lord, there is nothing like your presence? I don't, if, if, if I have the money, hallelujah, it is good. But if the money can take, if the way I'm getting that money is taking me away from the presence, I don't want it. Yes, I, I, yes, I want to get married. But if the way that man, a woman is coming, is taking me out of the presence, watch a guy. But it's a few that we will be carriers of the presence of God. We will be carriers of the glory of God. We will be carriers of the power of God. The Bible says Jesus Christ, how God, Acts 10.38, how God anointed. We talk about the anointing. The anointing means the presence. Hallelujah. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power and he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed by the devil for God was with him I want to I want God to be with me I want God to be with me I want God to be with me hallelujah your righteousness will break forth number three number four we talked about healing 
your healing, your restoration. In the Amplified, back to the book of Isaiah 58 and verse 8. It says, then shall your light break forth like the morning and your healing and your restoration and the power of a new life shall, bring, shall spring forth speedily. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. There is a servant of God. He was in Uganda. God used him so much. He was called uh, Dale. This was many, many years ago. In the, I think we were, I think 95 something were, we were in high school. There was such a huge revival that hit Kampala. For six months, they, they, they had, I mean, open air meetings every single day and the miracles of people getting healed from HIV AIDS every day. I mean, it was on the newspapers. But one thing about this man of God, he understood the secret of fasting. People would come when they are sick and he would just tell them to get into a fast. And they would fast and people were like, this man is going to cause people to die. <laughs> you know, People have come, they have HIV AIDS, they are sick. He just tells them, go into a three-day fast or a seven-day fast. By the time they're out of that fast, they are completely healed. People were getting healed from cancer. People are getting healed from, you know, I, I know there may be many other causes of cancer, but I've had, I had a report that, that says that if most of the bodies have toxins, because we all have cancer, some cancer cells, or they don't manifest. So it is the toxins that now begin. So if you go into a fast, it cleanses your body. It, it completely destroys anything that would have become cancerous to you. The other thing that I had, now this was from a medical doctor, I had never heard about it. He says, if, if you expose people to a place of laughter, they did this as an experiment in Malaysia. They put, these were not people who were not even, they were not even saved, but they brought people who had cancer and they put them in a room and they put comedians and they just made them laugh after just about a month. A good number of them were healed. Why? The Bible says what? A, laughter is as good as medicine. But a sorrowful heart rots the bones. Something like that. Do you know that a lot of sicknesses are because people are stressed? People are bitter? People are angry? People are not forgiving? People are carrying grudges? You know... That's why the Bible says, rejoice in the Lord always. Let your moderation be known to all men. Hallelujah. Let, let people know that you are happy. Glory to God. Those who are trying to spoil your day, just tell them this is the, I mean, I like what a certain friend of mine in the U.S. The Bible says, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Him, he says, this is the day the Lord has made. I'm already rejoicing. And I'm glad in it. Hallelujah. I will not just rejoice. I'm already glad in it. As long as it is a new day, I will rejoice. There is power in that. The joy of the Lord is your strength. In 2022, Hallelujah. Just forgive. Let go. Don't bring yourself diseases. My stress. Hey, Nico, stressed. 
me, I'm too blessed to be stressed. Hallelujah. And there are people who are already stressed. Hey, How are total women is stressed? My wife has been away for three weeks. I'm with four children. I am not stressed. Hallelujah. May you receive the grace in 2022 to walk in joy. That your, your healing, may your healing break forth. Hallelujah. It is, it is sad that these days believers are being depressed. And then we, how do we preach to people about the joy of the Lord? It is so sad. There's, there's just something that happened not so long ago, about four months ago that I was told about. A pastor's wife committed suicide. And it was so painful. But there's just, you know, depressed people. Stressed. That is not my portion in Jesus' name. I say we, we are going to enjoy this world. Hallelujah. God says if you are willing, if they obey, they will spend their days in pleasures and their life in in do you know that scripture in the book of Job if they obey and serve me Job 36 and verse 11 they will spend their days in pleasure hallelujah may you receive the joy of the Lord may you uh, there are people who are blessed but they, don't, they can't even tell that they are blessed if they obey and serve him they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasantness and joy. If they obey and they will spend their days. So as long as it is a day, I'm spending it in prosperity. Whether the devil likes it or not, I have chosen. I am spending my days in what? In prosperity. I'm spending my years in pleasantness and joy. Bible says that in his presence is fullness of joy. At his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Hallelujah. That's the book of Psalms chapter 16 and verse 11. In his presence. That's why you need to fill your heart, of, your heart, your heart with the word of God. Hallelujah. Say so in, in the presence of God. You know, David says, you will show me the path of life. There's a path God wants you to. Not my path. But your path, amen? Most of us are stressed because we want Sister Joy's life and, and Brother Mark's path and we're, we're trying to copy them and we're trying to get what they have and we're trying to have our children like their children and we want everything that everybody else has. But God says, I will show you the path of life. There, there is a journey that I have for you. There is a destiny I have for you. There is a man that I have for you, sister. There is a woman that I have for you, brother. Don't think about the other man's. I will show you the path of life. <laughs> you know, there, did you know there are believers who fast and pray and they are believing God to break marriages so they can get men? And they're believing God to break relationships. And the world is full of 7 billion people. Out of those 7 billion, you think God cannot just afford only one for you? Uh, raise your hand and say, God, show me the path of life. Show me the path of life. 
in your presence is fullness of joy at your right hand there are pleasures when you fast God shows you hallelujah I said when you fast you begin to see we talked about that that's one of the powers of fasting verse, we read that verse 9 then you shall call Psalm 58 I mean Isaiah 58 then you shall call and the Lord will answer and you shall cry and he shall say here I am sometimes we struggle with prayer because the flesh is in the way do you know if your, your stomach is full of ugali it can stop your spirit from hearing God now, now, God wants us to enjoy the ugali and everything. But we have to live in such a way that we don't give provision to the flesh. Are we together, friends? I want to hear the voice of God so much that I don't want anything that can stop me from hearing God. That's why I wake up in the night when all the ugali has already digested and... And my spirit is alert. Glory to God. And I can hear. Do you know the early morning hours are very good for hearing God? Because there are no phones. You know, some of the things that disrupt us are these phones. You know, I've started praying. A message can I hear? A notification. Then you want to see. Then unapoteza network sasa. Hallelujah. But when you wake up in the night, there's no phone calls. There are no notifications. You can fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And, 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 and that's something that fasting also does. It does the way it breaks. I don't know about you, but I, I used to struggle in prayer. You spend like the first 15 minutes, the mind is thinking about what you didn't do and where that the person, you know, you, you walk around, you're about to pray and then you say, I need to go fix this. I need to go fix this. Did you know there's a scripture? Let me, let me tell you this. I feel the anointing today. Hallelujah. To help someone get to another level of prayer. Jesus Christ says, when you pray, shut the door behind you. He was not just talking about a literal door. Maybe he was talking about a door. But what is he saying? There is a place where you shut glory to God. You shut the door and, and you enter into a place where all distractions my children know it. I, I, I really get mad. If they want to see me mad is when I'm praying and then they just stay on the door and sometimes I come out and respond to them but I feel like what's going on? Until some of them have learned the moment hey, that is praying, that is praying. Why? Because I want to be in a place where I can hear God. Hallelujah. May, may, may you this year hear the presence of God. Walk in the presence of God. I said in 2022, may this be the year for you to know the path of life. We are not meant, me I keep saying I am not a hustler. 
Now, not, 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 not politically. Hallelujah. And I'm not saying I'm, 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 I'm political. Glory to God. So don't read me anywhere. But all I'm saying, I, I am not hustling through life. I'm not trying to make it happen. I know where I am going. God has already shown me where he's taking me. I know he has shown me the path of life. Maybe you don't know, but I know. Me, I know where God is taking me. I have a clear roadmap of where my life is going, of where this church is going, of where my family is going. I am not trying to have to make things happen. That's why I'm not scared about things. I can come here and there are only two of you in the church. It doesn't bother me because I already see where we're heading. And it's going to come. You're going to see it. Because God does not lie. He does not lie. He is not a man to lie. And there are things God has shown me that God is going to shake this nation from this very altar. As long just ask for life, you'll see with your own eyes. Hallelujah. So I know the path of life. That's why I'm not worried that tomorrow I'm going to die. I'm not dying. I'm not going anywhere. Until I see what God has promised me. I'm like that Anna and Simeon in the house of God. He says, Lord, now you can take your servant in peace because I have seen. But Mimi Bado Sijaona. So nothing is taking me. If you're scared of COVID, I'm not. Because COVID cannot take me. Cancer cannot take me. Accidents cannot take me. Because I know I am not dying until I fulfill the purpose of God in my generation. And I'm not scared of death. When it comes, I will be happy because I'll be with Jesus. But for now, kunakazi. Someone said, God, show me the path of life. Just like you showed Pastor Andrew, show me the path of my life. I want to. I'm tired of trying to be like everybody else, crying after other people's things, blaming other people, trying to, to get things that other people have. I, I just want to be comfortable knowing that I'm in the center of the will of God, knowing that I'm where God wants me to be, knowing that I'm doing what God wants me to be, because that is where peace is, at the center of the will of God. The path of life, you will cry and you will say, here I am. Oh, glory to God. Says he, you will cry, and he will say, What? Here I am. That was verse 11. That's what I was talking about. God will show you. Verse 11 says, And the Lord shall guide you continually. No, 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 no. Isaiah 58. The Lord will guide you continually. When you are in that place of fasting, God says, What? He will guide you continually clarity someone say lord i want clarity i bind every spirit of confusion in the name of jesus this year i'm going to have clarity of purpose and direction i will have clarity the lord say lord guide me come on raise your hands and say holy spirit you are the guide. You are the helper. I'm tired of groping in the dark. Guide me. Guide me. Guide me. 
When you fast, the Bible says the Lord shall what? Shall guide you continually. Then there's something also about provision. He says what? He will satisfy you in drought. That means fasting breaks the power of poverty. When you fast, God satisfies you when there is drought. Hallelujah. Me, me, I've refused to call this January. It is not. Hallelujah. It is blessed January, whatever it's called it. Hallelujah. I, you know, some people, we confess things. This is January. Who told you? Let other people call it in January. You, for you as a child of God, every month is blessed. Hallelujah. Every day is blessed. You will enjoy January like it's December. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Kama wengine wamekauka mimi sikauki. Because God satisfies in drought. <laughs> oh, glory to God. He says, he will satisfy in drought and in dry places and make strong your bones. That's talking about healing again. Can someone claim these scriptures? Hallelujah. These were not written for only the Israelites. They are not alive today. Most of the people were in the time of Isaiah. They are gone. We are here. We are the ones who need this word. Amen. So Lord, thank you because you're going to make my bones strong. Hallelujah. He says, you shall be like a watered garden and like a spring of water. And this word so beautiful. Whose waters fail That means there's something about those that are staying in God's presence. God waters you. Not just water you, but you're a well-watered garden. Finally, when we fast, because I want to bring it to the end, we become people that rebuild what was broken. Oh, I don't know who I'm speaking to. But there are things that your father was never able to do. There are things that your mother was never able to do. There are things that they struggled with. There are things that generations in your family have failed to do. That you're going to do in Jesus' mighty name. You go to places they have never gone. You will accomplish what they struggle to accomplish. Because you are the one, the Bible says... You shall be of those who build the old west places. You shall raise the foundations of many generations. Verse 12. You will be called the repairer of the breach. The restorer of the streets to dwell in. When you are a man and a woman of God. You don't have to be a pastor to be a man of God. You don't have to be a preacher to be a woman of God. You can stand in your family with authority and say enough is enough. I don't want to see this kind of poverty in my family again. My children will never go through what I went through. I am raising the foundations of many generations. I'm rebuilding the old west places. I will be called the repairer of the bridge. The bridge. 
is, 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 is a breaking. If someone breaks into a fence, they call it breaching security. Someone was given an opening to begin to oppress your family. But you come and you say in the name of Jesus, not under my watch. It will not happen. Satan, you will not oppress generations anymore. I am here. I am, I am, I am, I'm, 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 I'm preaching. I'm preaching whatever was broken. So that's what you call kuziba, isn't it? You, 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 I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm putting, I'm putting back that which was destroyed. And, and when, even when I go, they will remember me. They will say that sister was the repairer of the breach. Whatever our generations had failed to achieve because of her prayers, because of her fasting, because of her faith in God. Her children have not gone through what every other child in the village went through. Her children, some of them, some people say, oh no, 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 because you are this, because you don't have this, your children will be like this. You refuse it in Jesus name. You say my children will prosper. My children will not be in alcohol. My children will not be drug addicts. My children will not go into prostitution. I may be alone but God is with me. I am the repairer of the breach. Whatever it is that the enemy has been doing to destroy a generation, I will not see it happen under my watch. I rise up in the name of Jesus to declare this is the time for everything that the enemy has doing. Every pattern of darkness must be broken. Somebody rise up and begin to pray. In the name of just begin to repair every breach in your family. Begin to repair every breach in your life. Oh, Zahatali Brehetakaya, Zikotoreba Zakata, begin to declare what the Lord has said. Agree with the word of God. Agree with what God is saying. You are raising foundations of many generations. You are raising foundations of many generations. You are restoring the streets for people to dwell in. You are speaking a new thing over your generation. Begin to declare something. You are your prophet. Open your mouth and begin to prophesy over your life begin to prophesy over your family begin to cancel everything every time, every agreement that you have made uh, with demonic spirits uh, everything that you have agreed in the past uh, with the wrong things uh, and begin to agree with what God is saying in the name of Jesus, what God has for you in the name of Jesus, as we finish this 21 days, uh, we are sealing uh, we are sealing every breach we are sealing every breach in the name of just Father, every breach that was opened in Westlands because of sin, because of abominations, we repair that breach right now. We repair that breach right now. Every breach that has caused the enemy to have entrance in homes in Westlands, in streets in Westlands, we repair that breach in the name of just as a church, we shall be known as the repairer of the breach, as a restorer of the streets to dwell in, as one that have raised foundations of many generations. We put an end to every one of darkness to every work of wickedness in the mighty name of just 
even as we complete this fast Jehovah God we are praying that the work that you begun will come to will, will come to completion in the mighty name of just we declare divine healing divine health upon each and every one of us we declare in the name of just Somebody declare something. You can't allow yourself to leave this sanctuary the same way you came. You can't go back and battle with the same things. Speak something about your finances. Speak something about your children. Speak something about your future. Speak something. Let your power flow from our lives, O God, into a generation that is broken, that is wounded. Sikariya na 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 bosa, sekete na 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 bosa, sekete, sikariya na 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 bosa, sekariya na 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 bosa.